Prisons are designed to be closed systems, tiny walled-off cities. And if the people locked inside aren't getting what they need, like food or health care, there's not many options they have. In Illinois, one of the few things they can do is fill out a form called a grievance. It's basically a form to lodge an official complaint. But according to an investigation from WBEZ and ProPublica's local reporting network, those grievances rarely help the people locked inside. And the results are largely hidden from the public, with little oversight. Shannon Heffernan has the story. A warning, this story has some medical details that may make sensitive listeners uncomfortable. Randy Liebick was curled up in a ball in his bed at Stateville Prison. His pain wasn't new. For the last few months, he'd been writing grievances over medical treatment. But prison officials said he had seen a doctor and denied them. But he still had a stabbing pain in his back and trouble urinating. It was the most excruciating pain that I ever felt. It's kind of like if I had to describe it, it's like trying to urinate broken glass. Now he hadn't gone to the bathroom in 24 hours. He'd been up all night in a cold sweat. Other men on the wing shouted for help. Liebig said correctional officers took him to a medical unit, where a prison doctor told him he had a kidney stone. Liebig said the doctor assured him he could remove the stone through the tip of his penis using a hemostat, a surgical tool, kind of like tweezers. He's like, I, I know what I'm doing. It's right there. We can pull it right out. And I'm telling him, like, you need to send me to the emergency room. Medical records show the doctor tried and failed to remove the stone. Six hours passed that day before Liebig was driven to an outside hospital for emergency surgery. When Liebig got back to the prison, he filed two more grievances because that was the only recourse he had. He complained about the poor medical care and said if his earlier grievance hadn't been denied, perhaps the procedure with the hemostat would have never been needed. A lot of pain could have been avoided. But the prison denied both grievances. Liebig was released from prison about eight years later when a judge tossed his conviction. The judge found Liebig's lawyer ignored key evidence. But over those eight years he was still inside, he continued to file grievances, fighting a battle over and over again about his kidney condition. I met up with him at a park. I mean, it's frightening to think that they can do this to us and get away with it, and there's nobody that we can really go to for help. WBEZ and ProPublica analyzed five years of grievance data and lawsuit settlements to understand what's happening inside the largely hidden system of prison grievances. We found Illinois has paid millions to settle the claims of prisoners, like Liebeck, some of whom raised concerns early through grievances, only to later suffer serious injury or pain. One man wrote a grievance about roaches crawling on him while he slept. He said his grievances were ignored. Medical records show prison doctors eventually had to remove a bug that burrowed into his ear. The state denied wrongdoing, but settled a lawsuit where the man claimed pain and hearing loss. In another case, a man wrote grievances about his improperly installed bunk and a protruding bolt on his cell wall. Eight months after his initial complaint, he fell out of his bed and alleged he hit his eye on the bolt. The state disputed his claims, but settled a lawsuit where the man claimed the injury led to disability and disfigurement. State Representative LaShawn Ford said he regularly gets calls to his office from family members of people in prison whose grievances are lost or ignored. And we hear complaints about the process taking too long, over a year before a prisoner received a final ruling. Data show that this is, in fact, an issue. If a warden denies a prisoner's grievance, they can appeal to a statewide review board. But WBEZ and ProPublica's investigation found that over a third of those grievances were thrown out because by the time they were finally reviewed, the prisoner had been released or died. Of those grievances that did get a review, only about 7% were decided in whole or in part in favor of a prisoner. The Illinois Department of Corrections did not respond to repeated requests for an interview over the course of four months. 
But in a written response, they said that approval rate is low, in part because prisoners file frivolous grievances. But advocates say that low number may have to do with the fact that the department reviewing the grievances is the same department that is the subject of the complaints. What we have here is sort of the fox watching the hen house. Jennifer Volenkatz is executive director of the John Howard Association, a prison watchdog group. She said there needs to be independent oversight, someone who is not answering to the director of the department. Other states, like Washington, have corrections ombudsman, someone who can investigate issues. Lawmakers proposed a bill to create a corrections ombudsman in Illinois, but it's installed. In a written response, the department said a fair process is a high priority, and they were working on improvements, including hiring a chief inspector to oversee the program and moving towards electronic grievances. But those changes wouldn't create an outside agency. We are asking a closed system to police itself. We are asking for investigation and response to be done by the people who are, frankly, being investigated. And it's, it's simply not a good way of doing business. Liebig, the guy with the kidney stones, continued to fight a battle to get health care by filing grievances. And he said he paid a price. He said guards viewed him as a nuisance because of his many complaints. So they retaliated. One day, they showed up at his cell and told him he needed to do a drug test. The problem? It was a urine test, and he was still having trouble peeing because of his kidney issues. I'm worried because if I can't urinate within the two hours, I'm going to have to spend six months in segregation. Segregation. The hole. It's where prisoners get sent as punishment. It was infamous for tiny cramped cells infested with bugs and vermin. Liebig said as his two hours ran out, the pressure to provide a urine sample felt immense. I had a matter of minutes left to provide a specimen, and I couldn't. So that's when I said, you know, I'm willing to let you draw blood, whatever, or just give me more time. You know, I can't go within the two hours, and they wouldn't do it. So Liebig was disciplined and sent to SEG. And his only means of recourse at that point was to file another grievance, this time about the punishment. So that's what he did. An officer who processes grievances looked at Liebig's medical history and recommended he be released from SEG. But the warden disagreed, so Liebig was still punished. Liebig filed a lawsuit over his kidney care and the alleged retaliation. The state denied the charges but settled the lawsuit for $70,000. But even then, his story wasn't over. After his lawsuit settled, Liebig said his medical condition continued, and the whole thing happened all over again, almost the exact same way. They showed up at my cell when I was having issues with kidney stones again and filing grievances again. They cuffed me and took me out of my cell and told me that I had to go, and I wasn't able to go within the two-hour period. Liebig was forced back into segregation. He filed a second lawsuit. The state denied wrongdoing but settled again, this time for 25000 Even today, Liebig says he still has nightmares about the whole thing. For ProPublica and WBEZ, I'm Shannon Heffernan.